0: You're tuned in to MADE Conference, powered by AdTech, 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 AdTech.
1: Hello, everybody, and we are broadcasting live from MADE, powered by AdTech. We are actually on the show floor, and we have kicked off two days of great conversations with thought leaders involved in MarTech, AdTech. And Are I you just exhausted? I am. I am pretty You're tired. you just done. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Coming down to the end. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is Mark Kepsinski, who actually just moderated a fantastic panel yeah, on, really on, well. on venture capitalists and who's investing in what in the ad tech, space. And it was, where is the puck going, was the yeah. name of your panel. Um, and you had a really great, uh, some really big deal folks yeah. on your session. So what was the nature of the conversation?
0: Yeah, so I mean I think that the key thing was we tried to cover uh, from venture in like the earliest stages with like Warren from uh, Canaan, but we also had Scott English from uh, Hearst Media and talking about how they're both investing and acquiring businesses to Mike uh, LaSalle from a big private equity firm called Shamrock Capital and then um, uh, Dan from uh, Seamer, which is an and investment didn't bank, just
1: and get bought or something? They just got
0: bought by a, a Chinese entity. Aren't so you impressed growing. that I know that? You are. <laughs> you, know, you know, sometimes, Lori. <laughs> well, and the name but of
1: your company is Control Media, and yep. you also manage UCLA's venture, venture, capital, venture, fund. venture yeah. capital fund. So you're yeah. you're in the game. Like you double are. Double duty. You're you're looking at startups. You're helping match make them with investors. Yeah. You're helping them build their businesses. You're sort of in that mix.
0: Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing that we uh, uh, all we're talking about is cuz i think there was a little bit of negative feelings around investing and putting money into kind of the broad ad tech space yeah yeah and so the real question that we started getting into was well where do you create value and how do you create value then if you're not just going to like build an ad network or build some little nishy uh, kind of piece to this and the interesting thing was it seemed like it came down to this whole thing of combining data technology audience premium content with scale. So so (laughs) So the world you have to do all of that. But you know what you know what the interesting thing is. But everyone's
1: been trying to do pieces of that all along. Yeah,
0: and you just can't do it on your own anymore. Yeah. yeah, So there is some consolidation and part of it is just because Google and Facebook have just become such behemoths yeah. and like um, all the growth that they're achieving in mobile, especially, I mean, there's just no way you can individually compete with them.
1: Well, do so you, do you, are you at all, or are your people at all concerned mm-hmm. with like a merger like AT&T and Time Warner? I mean, does I that, think so. does that impact your world at all or just no, I, mean, I think,
0: I think what you're finding is that's the kind of consolidation that has to happen is big companies have to pull more and more together to get this kind of idea of a full stack. Right, AT&T yeah. can't just be phones and can't just be the plumbing anymore. They have to be the content, and they also you have to have it, I mean, the ad it platform. Shouldn't
1: be trust busted? I mean, I just I, that, that particular merger. Bothers Google me. makes a phone. Yeah. True. So will they bother go me? do trust too. Bust <laughs> 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 If you're
0: going to trust bus AT and T. Google. <laughs> Google.
1: <laughs> I've got a lawyer here. <laughs> we have some words with you. Well, all right. But so is that kind
0: of interesting? Like yeah, all well the stuff Yeah. how are we going to do this, to Sam?
1: What, what did what did your folks think? What was the the way to get there?
0: Well, I I think a lot of it, funny enough, the one of the key um, summations was content. Yeah. You're right. I mean, they were all speaking to basically. Oh, you know what? creative people in their minds now more than ever have the power that if you can create uh, interesting content that can build an audience or be used to build an audience, then sort of the rest will follow around that. So they were incredibly bullish on on the content world and less about, oh, you know, like don't don't go build just the tech or, you know, don't just go build data. Mm -hmm. It was really, look, if you're going to go do all that, you got to do all those pieces or really zero in on, on building out great content and create new experiences. Mm.
1: Um, so is that know. is that then, is there advice then to go partner with Hollywood content creators and bring the tech, or, or like what's the way to do that? Well,
0: I, I think they, what they were thinking or seeing was that like... Um, Time Inc. You know yeah. the you know Old Guard magazine kind of yes. company. They bought a company called Specific Media, which is a big ad tech company, yes. an ad network. Yeah, yeah. So what you're finding is media companies are now building the the technology stack yes. and the yes. distribution, not just of content but of the ad, uh, ad of the, assets the ads, as well. Yeah, yeah. And so what they're their publishers are doing is, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. The panel basically just wrote off publishers. Really? They just think publishers are in trouble. Do it really? Because yeah. I
1: think it's so interesting that they understand their audience and they're building ad tech as well and they have but, content.
0: But people aren't going to publishers anymore. They're going to Google and Facebook and Snapchat and a couple bigger the, the entities.
1: Disinterma- in disintermediation. That's, it is a hard word, <laughs> especially towards the end of a day. <laughs> the disintermediation is the bar open, yeah. of sort of, yeah exactly <laughs> of the sort of larger player like the aggregator. That's right. Is, is kind That's of going right. away. But now you're also managing UCLA's venture fund. So what are you looking for? What what's turning you on there? So UCLA
0: is kind of interesting because it was originally the fund was originally built by entrepreneurs. Okay. So we all contributed actually equity in our businesses. Uh, because no one would actually give us the money to build a fund Mm because we were entrepreneurs. So uh, we actually all contributed stock into the fund. And as we had different levels of exits, the stock turned into real cash that we could then reinvest into students and entrepreneurs coming out of UCLA with great ideas. Mm -hmm. So our number one thesis is you have to have a connection to UCLA. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. no, no Trojans. (laughs) so so okay so you have a so that's the first thing and then from there it's it's pretty you know pretty broad in terms of but aren't uh, you
1: universities sort of becoming a really important place for startups oh absolutely and and why is that
0: well like i focus more on media and ad tech and and technology in general but like a bunch of our folks come from the biotech world and and just biology in general Mm -hmm. and they license patents out of ucla's portfolio to build new drugs or or to figure out new cures and so on, and it's just remarkable the stuff. Some of our best exits are from companies that basically were, sp- you know, in theory, like spun ideas and patents out of UCLA no to kidding. go build companies, and they've IPO'd and stuff. And I really? mean, most of it's like healthcare, life sciences. I get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get, I get glory. I get the glory. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, what you do, do I get you the think glory
0: that UCLA's doing so what well. What do you think will be the next,
1: the next great solution?
0: From UCLA, or, or in just in
1: general, like we because I know you've been dabbling also in finance uh-huh. and fintech. Do yeah. you think fintech yeah. is like the next place where this is all going to bubble up? Seems like up?
0: fintech's overplayed. I mean, I'm very bullish on uh, consumer healthcare. I oh mean, yeah, all right. Tell us about I, that. I, what, I just, what
1: about I, consumer healthcare I mean, is turning you on the most? I, I,
0: so I use a term called data liquidity, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know if people even know what that means, no, but, no. but <laughs> you know, it it's makes funny. me thirsty. <laughs> you know, Erin. So she was like, "What's what's this even mean?" She's like, yeah. "I need to help you." But uh, you know, in every other industry outside of healthcare, yeah. you can get access to your information, like your personal finances. You can go log into a site, yes. pull in all your data, and use it to like get a better mortgage or get right. a loan or right, you know right, whatever, right, right. get an apartment. So in every other industry. You as the consumer have direct access to your data and you can pull your data into any app, any service that you want to share it with to get some kind of value.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The
0: only one you cannot do that with it is with
1: healthcare. Is with
0: healthcare. Right. It's actually easier to get your data from the US government and the IRS <laughs> than it is to get it out right, of right, healthcare. Right.
1: It, and why is that is that because everyone has their own proprietary solutions right now?
0: Uh, it's not so much that they're proprietary. Mm-hmm. It's just they're so closed and walled off from everyone.
1: Well, but why, why is that? It's because
0: they, it's, it's part of an, uh, like a, a legacy belief mm-hmm. that the data belongs to your doctor. Like remember not the yet. old episode of Seinfeld where, mm-hmm. um, uh, what was the female character from Seinfeld? Uh, um, Elaine. Elaine went into the doctor's office and the doctor like scribbles something on her medical chart and she can't see it and then she goes to another doctor and he looks at it and like won't show her. Like so yeah. that's how the healthcare system still operates is they believe it's their data. Right, right. And you as the consumer, they don't even know you as a consumer. Right, they only right. know you if you're a patient.
1: Right, right. Right. I started going to Cedar Sinai in uh-huh. Los Angeles yeah. for everything. Yeah. Because I just wanted everything aggregated in on there place. in one place. Yeah. And it's not that I even find it convenient or I like it there better, but I just started to want to log into one place. Um, And even that isn't great. If if you you go to
0: other places, like, like let's say you were traveling, you're here in New York now, what if something happened, you had to go to a doctor here, now you're going to have a set of records here.
1: Right, right, and right. And
0: like, they're going to ask you a bunch of questions about your health, and you're like, I don't really know. How do I pull my data from there to here? Right. So, just that, so data liquidity for us means
1: moving it around. Moving it
0: around with flexibility, yeah, that makes driven sense. by the consumer.
1: That makes total sense uh, so for my, now. So, that's my big pitch. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking so over the world. That's right. So you're you are partnering with data companies and bringing them to healthcare companies right now, right? You're yeah. sort of formulating start trying to solve for what you were just talking about. That's right. Yeah. Um, so
0: just like in fintech and other industries they have a rich ecosystem where data can move around. I mean, I'd love to build that in in the healthcare space. What would you call it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Need some marketing help. <laughs> well, uh, well, you're certainly married to a great marketer. Well, thank Mark Kepsinski
1: <laughs> from Control Media, also managing the UCLA Ventures Fund. We have to wrap it up, but thank you so much for talking to us thanks, about Laurie, what's going on in the me. investment space. It's fascinating, really, to understand that in the end, we really do want great content, great data, great media. It's all, it's marketing. all about content. It's all about content. Here, live. At MADE, powered by AdTech, 2016.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Laurie. (laughs) You're tuned in to MADE Conference, powered by AdTech. AdTech. AdTech.